Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Hello, everyone. (sighs) Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I am humbly coming to you this morning for me when I'm recording this. I may still have morning um, voice, but I am humbly coming to you this morning with probably a short and sweet episode, something that I'm revisiting from my blog. I know I've done kind of like a an audio blog in the past. This won't necessarily be an, a bonus episode, but an actual episode that is inspired by a blog post that I wrote in April of this year. And, you know, before I went to bed last night, I was thinking, what's inspiring me right now? In this moment, what am I going through that I can speak to? And before bed yesterday on Insight Timer, which is literally my new favorite thing in the world, If you haven't checked it out already, I suggest that you do. Uh, I listened to Sarah Blondin, who is a fellow Canadian who has these wonderful meditations on the Insight Timer app. And this was learning how to surrender. And it's funny because I've been grappling with this notion of surrender for a long time now, apparently, because... (laughs) As I woke up this morning, made my coffee and started like, you know, did my routine and said, okay, I'm going to record my podcast for this upcoming Friday, but I'm going to allow something from my past to inspire me. I couldn't remember whether or not I had written a blog post on surrender and lo and behold, I did. Uh, And excuse me, this wasn't in April. This was actually in December of 2020. Now, I can honestly tell you that at that moment, I probably wasn't okay. (laughs) Uh, I remember that moment, actually. And I remember why I wrote this specific blog post. And I was struggling. I really was. And it's not to say that right now I'm struggling. But I'm still going over this notion of surrender because just the other day I was furiously calculating something with the fear that I wouldn't make it like financially or, um, you know, I was going to have to owe someone money or whatever the case may be. And as soon as I dropped it and said, oh my goodness, Amanda, what will be, will be. The universe will take care of you like, relax, girl. It's all good. 
I got this email in the car that evening that was like, I'm going to need this, 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 basically negating all of the fear that I was entering that space with and that time with. And I was just like, oh, right. Okay. Why do I continuously do this to myself? And just goes to show guys that we really are a work in progress because this blog post that I'm about to recite or read out loud to you was written on December 16th of 2020. When this episode is being released, it it is going to be September 17th, 2021, almost a year later. And I am still coming back to these notions and these mindsets and perspectives that I have been struggling with for quite some time now. So it really is a work in progress. My favorite thing, and I think I've said it on this podcast before, is don't beat yourself up for beating yourself up. I could easily be like, okay, shouldn't you have mastered this by now, Amanda? You know, shouldn't you kind of get the hang of what it means to let go, be in flow, surrender, understand that the universe has your back, but it is a dance. It's like this cosmic (laughs) cha-cha, if you will. It is an interesting back and forth, side to side, and it's okay. And I think it's important to remember that without the discomfort, the not knowing, the perhaps not having all the answers is okay. Because it's in this space that you grow, you learn. Just this morning I woke up and I had a clear mind. Has that ever happened to you guys? <laughs> Usually I wake up and I'm like, hey, I got to do this, I got to do that, da, 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 da. You know, maybe I had a dream or... I was thinking of something the night before that's carrying over. I don't know. And I woke up this morning with almost like a blank slate in my mind, which was new for me because I I truly haven't felt that in a long time. And it was kind of beautiful, to be honest. And when I sat down to do my journal, my first line was, I actually have nothing to write about this morning. (laughs) When in doubt, I always practice gratitude. I'll just jot down three things that I'm grateful for. I did that yesterday. And this morning, I said, okay, well, as I'm recording this, just so that you guys know, it is hump day. It's Wednesday. And as I'm recording this, it's midweek, right? So I said, okay, well, let's journal about how do we want to feel for the rest of the week? How do I want to feel today? How do I want to feel before my head hits my pillow every night? And I chose some adjectives. And uh, to share a few with you off the top of my head, I think I chose peaceful, content, in flow, honest, powerful. um, And the last one that I chose was vulnerable. And... I meant vulnerable for myself and for others. If you listen to my podcast regularly, you'll know that 
I've had a little bit of turbulence in my life emotionally as of late. And not everybody's going to understand why we do what we do or why we feel how we feel. And it's important that to remember that, yes, we can stay vulnerable and open to those who love us and those that we trust, but it's equally as important to remember that they don't need to know everything. You can keep stuff for yourself. And I'm talking <laughs> to myself as I say that. I can share as much as I want with others. But at the end of the day, how am I holding space for my own truth, my vulnerability from me to me, understanding that my feelings are valid, understanding that if my gut is telling me to do something, then I'm going to do it and I don't need to justify my actions to anyone And especially not myself, because at the end of the day, if my head hits that pillow at night and I'm feeling content, in flow, in my power, happy, joyful, whatever it is, peaceful, then I did the right thing that aligned with what I needed at that particular moment. I wrote that this morning in my journal and it inspired me then to sit here and record this podcast for you all. So that's just a little introduction um, to what I'm going to talk to you guys about today, which is surrender. And of course, part of surrender is being vulnerable. It is, you know, as Sarah Blondin said in that meditation last night and this morning, it's this beautifully divine word because it, it, it's waving that white flag. And sometimes we feel that it's a bad thing. But as I went back into my notes, the, you know, I keep notes in my phone of things that I hear that inspire me. And one of them said, there's a difference in vibration when you give up in defeat than when you give up in surrender. And I thought that was pretty darn powerful because it's true. If you feel defeated, you're giving off. A whole different vibration. That's just throwing your hands up in the air and saying, Ugh, you know, screw this. I'm not doing this anymore. But if you understand what it means to surrender, that's pretty powerful because you're not letting go out of fear. You're trusting. You're trusting that whatever you've let go, walked away from, whatever you've let settle, There's something greater for you on the other side. And that vibration of fear won't allow you to understand that. Because we love control. Oh my goodness. If there was like a meeting for people with control issues, I would be definitely the first person there. Hi, my name is Amanda. I'm obsessed with control. Hi, Amanda. (laughs) Like... A hundred percent. I'm scheduled. I am, um, what's the word? I love routines. I love tradition. I love anything that is clearly laid out and color-coded, okay? Now, there's a difference in, or what I'm coming to understand, there's a difference in, you know, spontaneity 
and surrender. They're, they're two different things. Surrender at the core of what it is, is truth. It's an understanding that we are supported. No matter what, we are supported. And another thing that I wrote in my notes, and it's, it's so crazy because I've, I've written these for probably the past year now, and I hear them and jot them down, and I don't necessarily write where they come from, but they're always so pertinent. And this one says, surrender is about control and timing. We don't want to endure pain and we try to get out of our pain as quickly as possible. So we rush things, but we need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've said that on this podcast. It's almost like we try to rush our healing, rushing our healing, rushing our process. That's not surrender. That's fear. Because we want to know what's waiting for me. Surrender. Let go. Right? The chaos. The madness that we sometimes experience. I just feel like that is the universe's way of shaking shit up for us. And just being like, okay, I'm going to put you in this snow globe right now. There's going to be a blizzard. Just chill. Just chill. Because I got like beautiful beaches and 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 pink sun sunsets and you know for you on the other side just chill you know sit back definitely hold on because uh <laughs> might be a shit show but it's okay trust that there is something greater so i really wanted to read this out to you today like i said Probably a short and sweet episode and, and a small announcement coming at the end. So something for you all to know. But here we go. December 16th, 2020. Our own suffering is a result of us resisting surrender. It says read that again because this is a blog. <laughs> I was tempted to look up the meaning of surrender as given by the myriad of online dictionaries that I have access to. But instead, I'm compelled to start with a definition that I believe to be true. To surrender is to take yourself out of the driver's seat and let go of the wheel. While it may seem dangerous or irresponsible, it doesn't mean that you don't allow yourself to be guided once you let go. It's actually the complete opposite. You let forces guide you, whichever forces you believe to be at play in the world, and let them drive, right? So this is the universe divine intervention. (laughs) To surrender is to detach from any perceived outcomes and be at peace with believing that what is truly meant for us will not miss us. Guys, I I listen to um, a, a, a list of affirmations every night before I go to bed. And one of them is, what is meant for me will not miss me. And what misses me was never meant for me in the first place. I know you've heard me say this. But this is so important. The universe is crazy, friends. I've been mulling over this notion of surrender and letting go for a few weeks now. (laughs) And as I record this podcast, almost a year. Every time I open my phone or search for a podcast to listen to, there it is. All signs point to and provide me with a deeper understanding of surrender, which makes me believe that I severely needed to be educated on this mindset. 
I can't remember a time when I have truly and wholeheartedly surrendered to anything. I have been plagued with the innate desire to control everything that I do. Hi, Amanda. (laughs) That also comes with a desire to control all of the outcomes of my life, my timeline, where I think I should be, and what I think I should be doing. Let me tell you. It's exhausting. After 32, now 33, years of gripping far too tightly, I think I'm ready to let go. I'm starting to understand that holding on in this way doesn't mean that I'll get what I want. In actuality, a grip that tight will lead to me breaking the very thing that I'm refusing to let go of. It's like this. Close your eyes, okay guys? You're listening to this. Close your eyes. Imagine you're holding a glass ornament in your hands. Christmas is coming up, by the way, so this is actually quite fitting. It's delicate and can break with one wrong move. The best outcome is to be gentle with it so that it remains in one piece. However, the pressure, okay, the pressure of feeling the ornament and and keeping it in one piece is so overwhelming that you squeeze it and shatter it. Take this analogy and apply it to your life. My desire to control everything in my life has led to some of the biggest disappointments I have ever experienced. Before I was ready to understand it, I had never heard the term scarcity mindset. I talk about this all the time on the podcast, guys. This whole time, I just thought I was a perfectionist who needed things to happen in a particular way. But here's the catch. The reason I needed to things to happen exactly like this was because I've been operating from a scarcity mindset for the majority of my life. Fear-based, guys. Fear-based scarcity mindset. I've been hyper-focused on the idea that if this doesn't work out, you know, you know, insert whatever you want to here, this particular thing, there is absolutely nothing else that will present itself to me of equal or greater value. Let me tell you something That is a very scary place to be. The first part of surrender is to let go of the beliefs that limit us, that limit us daily, attached to anything and everything your subconscious mind conjures up. Okay. What I wrote here was a few limiting beliefs that, you know, I have actually felt in my life. A few being, I'm not talented enough. Why does this always happen to me? Things don't work out for me. There's no one out there for me. I'm not enough on my own. I have literally thought these by myself in my own head. (laughs) What a shame. Do yourself a favor. Clear these from your mind. Journal what you think your limiting beliefs are and burn the fucking paper. (laughs) Start from there and work your way up. I expect a lot, both from myself and the people around me. I expect I love you to mean I choose you. I expect the time and attention that I give to detail to be matched by those around me. I expect the energy that I put into my relationships to be reciprocated constantly. I expect to always be on the move and be working hard in pursuit of my life's purpose. But here's the thing. To be chosen means that I had to have met someone who was ready and willing to choose me. The time and detail that I put into things can only be determined by me, 
not anybody else. The people that I love the most in my life are all so vastly different and I am vastly different from them. Not one person can do the same as myself or as another and expecting this is the true beginning of a long line of disappointments. And lastly, if I'm always on the move, when do I get to sit down and think about how far I've come and all the things that I've accomplished? You know what? The answer is now. It's important. And as I'm recording this, it's like, I'm, it's a diary for me. I get to sit here and reflect. I'm reflecting on this blog post from almost a year ago. And I'm still sitting down now, sitting with the idea that the universe might just alle- alleviate <laughs> some of the crazy pressures that I put on myself. I heard something a little while ago that described humans as being pain-averse. I'm not sure if I would totally agree with this, but we do we humans do seem to prefer dodging pain than facing it head on. Healing is an extremely messy process. I like to consider myself someone who can genuinely sit with my pain and work to understand where it comes from, why it's there. What can I do to let it go? I believe that our pain is a catalyst for growth. And the more we run from it, the less aligned we are to our inner truth. When I began to contemplate this idea of surrender, I couldn't quite accept it at first. It was scary. And as someone who is somewhat pain averse, I questioned why why would I do something that scares me so much? Something that's going to bring me pain and potentially hardship. I sat with this. I meditated. I journaled. And you know what? I realize that the thing that I've been missing out for so long (laughs) is that letting go can be the scariest thing you've ever done if you believe that there's nothing there to catch you. I've finally been able to channel this and put it into words and I feel so much lighter A few weeks ago, I laid down, now this is from the blog, so I remember this moment. (laughs) I laid down on my living room floor and had what I believe to be the most cathartic, ugly cry I've ever had in my life. The floor was there to catch me. I had this epiphany that I was actually grateful for my recently failed relationship. This epiphany included the fact that as an empath, I fell so in love with potential and that I've been doing this my entire life. My strength was there to catch me. I've allowed myself to be treated as way less than I deserve. Why? That fucking pesky ass scarcity mindset. If this doesn't work out, I'll never be with anybody else. Blah, 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 blah. I was lamenting a future with someone I knew could never meet me where I needed to be met. And all because I lacked the self-worth to understand that I deserve so much better. I had a friend tell me, hesitantly, I might add, that I am a perfect exterior depiction of someone who oozes self-confidence and worth. However, she added that in all of the years of being friends with me, and that's a long time, (laughs) I seem to have a difficult time actually living within this vibration. My friends are here to catch me. And guess what? 
I agree. In this, this context, I need to surrender to the idea that I would rather spend my time on this earth being less in fear and more in love every day. I don't mean in love in the societal definition either. I mean in love with where I am, who I'm surrounded by, my growth, my healing process, the lessons that I've been able to weave from my losses, and more importantly, in love with my worth. It all comes together and it pushes me strongly towards letting go of all of my perceived outcomes. All of this together will always be there to catch me. Surrender is scary. I know. But I've never felt so strongly about needing to implement anything in my life like the need to let go. I'm working on aligning what I say to those around me with how I describe my current experience to myself. I know that I have an abundance of love in my life and I will continue to emulate a similar love and passion to everything that I do and to the people that I meet. I no longer want to conflict my desires or what I ask to receive from the universe. Like energy attracts light. Like energy, excuse me. We all need to start somewhere and I am beyond grateful that at this moment I'm on the path of self-discovery surrender, and a deep understanding of how to attract the things that I want in my life. The end. (laughs) I definitely ad-libbed a little bit there, you guys, but that was the blog post. December 16th, 2020. And almost a year later, I am sitting here talking to you about the same damn thing. And guess what? It's okay. I want to now equate. (laughs) You guys are going to laugh. Surrender to, I mean, of course, letting go. Think of surrender like a hug. And in this moment, I'm picturing my father's bear hugs. My father has these hugs that are like universally understood as the best hugs ever. (laughs) The Mariani bear hug. The, I don't know. It's just the best. And to surrender to me is like melting into that. Fully, completely, wholeheartedly letting go of the tension, the fear, the constraints that we put on ourselves and in that hug letting go surrendering to the comfort to the safety right what I referred to in my blog post was the idea that we have things people tools that are always going to catch us and just like a bear hug they will envelop us and keep us safe and really truly instill a mindset that it's okay to be here you can stay here for as long as you want and when you're ready open your eyes open your heart open your soul 
and you are about to experience more beauty and more wonder than you possibly could have ever imagined. That is the message I want to leave you all with today. (sighs) Surrender. (laughs) A little announcement from your host of the Holistically You podcast. As life gets busy, as things move quickly, I've decided it is more in alignment with me to show up authentically and have great content to put out to you on this podcast. And so I'm going to move my podcast releases to bi-weekly releases instead of weekly releases. The reason for this is that in a week, sometimes I don't have the moment of reflection or moments of reflection that I would hope for. Sometimes it's difficult to sit down with myself and say, what do I want to bring to my listeners this week? That's everything in life, you know, because of work, because of responsibility, and of course, because of the things that I can't necessarily ignore or put to the side. And I feel like I will be able to show up more authentically for all of you if I release bi-weekly instead of weekly. I want to continue to bring guests on the show who are going to educate and elevate us all. And I have to work in accordance with different schedules also. So this is my announcement today. It is September 17th on release day. In two weeks, it will be October 1st, and I will come to you all with a September in review. I haven't done a month in review in a long time, and potentially a September in review, unless I get a beautiful guest on the show or something to release, and it may happen that I will drop a bonus episode here and there, but in order to stay aligned, truthful, and honest with you all, bi-weekly, episode releases sit wonderfully with me at this moment in time. And I hope that you will continue to look forward to these episodes because I truly look forward to recording them. But it has to come from the right place. And it really has to come from my soul and what I truly am learning and being able to put it all together into a small you know, short, little, whatever it is, 30 to 40 minute episode for you all. So with that, thank you. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for sharing this with people that you think would benefit from it. I'm really excited to continue this journey. I really, truly am. And I will. And it will be amazing. (laughs) So with that, I remind you all, today and every day. Stay humble, friends, and I'll see you in the next episode. Love you all. Bye.